a short clip that attempts <laughs> to put a smile on your face in these days of smilelessness. Uh, hello, Michelle. And uh, so uh, I will try my best to try uh, to give you some, uh, some, some uh, to give you a smile, to give you a reason to smile. And Margie, my friend, sorry. <laughs> and uh, to give you a reason to smile, even if you're just looking at my funny face, <laughs> it's a reason to smile. I just want to give you a reason to smile. Because these days, everybody is giving you a reason to cry. The, the TV, the news, the, 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 the media, the, the social platforms, uh, everybody's giving you a reason why you should cry. Well, I'm here. To, give, to try and give you two minutes of hope as why you could, I'm not saying you should, but you could smile. In the midst of all this, please remember, God is still God. Jesus still loves you desperately. Grace is still strongly on the throne. And if you have believed in Christ, you're forever safe in His heart. So, let's give thanks where thanks belongs. something for granted. I need to go and scratch. I need to go and find out. I need to hear the Spirit of God. I need to hear my daddy saying this is the reason why. I don't take traditions. I don't take uh, uh, doctrines. I don't take... I just believe that I need to hear to my father, from my father. And so uh, I've, been, I've been digging and so we've, uh, we've been looking at uh, a couple of, uh, a couple of uh, uh, instances where uh, five appears in a very, very, very significant way. Number five appears in Matthew genealogies of Jesus in Matthew chapter one uh, with the five women, with the five women in his genealogy. Then five times John calls himself the disciple whom Jesus loves. Then uh, yesterday we looked at the fifth day of creation uh, when God created life on the fifth day. 
And today I would like to speak to you about Leah's fifth son. Leah being uh, one of the the many wives of Jacob. Uh, And uh, Leah's fifth son. Uh, And his name was Issachar, which means God has given me my wages. So now, first of all, let's look at number five. Five is the Hebrew word hen. And it's, and it's um, a combination of an H and an N, okay? Now, as I explained to you before, when, when Israel came out of Egypt, they didn't have a written language, and so they had to somehow draw from the Egyptian uh, way of writing, which was hieroglyphic, hieroglyphics, and try and, and create their own language. So they came up with this Proto-Sinaic uh, um, Hebrew, which is made out of little pictures, okay? So, every letter is actually uh, an image, and in that image, there is a story, there is a, that's why Hebrew is so beautiful, and that's why God chose Hebrew to describe, and to write his, his word, because Hebrew is a story, Hebrew doesn't, a, le- a word is not, uh, is not the description of something, this, in, in English, is a glass of water, um, in Hebrew, this would be a container uh, with water to satisfy your thirst, with a liquid to satisfy your thirst. So it's a descriptive action. Uh, Hebrew is a descriptive. So, so that's why in, in within a word, you, you can have many significance. And that's why God chose Hebrew, because in his word, according to the individuality of the reader, there are many meanings and many different approaches. So five, H and N. H is the is the uh, the letter Hay, and Hay is represented by a man with his arms raised in a, in a, in a statue of of praise or in a statue, and and it means uh, it it is used as a breath, revelation, spirit, breath, revelation, spirit, and uh, uh, H N the the single letter of the of the of the word five for five. Is the, is the letter Nun. Nun is a seed. Nun is a, uh, is a sprout. Nun is, a, is something that can be used uh, to, to uh, say continue. So we got, uh, we got breath and we got continue. So five, the number of grace. Grace is the breath that goes on and on and on and on. And, and that is the, the heart of grace. That is the heart of this concept. Uh, Romans 5.20 says, With sin abounds, grace continues to go on and on and on and overabound, hyperabound. Uh, sin ch- chases up on grace, but grace will never be caught by sin because where sin abounds, grace overabounds, goes on and on and on. Hallelujah, glory to Jesus. So today, we're going to look at the fifth son of Leah. Um, Issachar. Let's read the context. We are in Genesis chapter 30. Genesis chapter 30. Uh, you can get your own Bible. We'll uh, read it for you. I promise you this is a Christian Bible. Uh, okay. Genesis chapter 30, verses 17 and 18. This is what it says. And God listened to Leah. And she conceived and bore Jacob a fifth son. Leah said, God has given me my wages because I have given my maid to my husband. So she called his name 
Issachar. Okay, so God listens to Leah and she conceived and bore Jacob a fifth son. The, uh, Leah, and, and here I have to open a, a small parenthesis, and I'm really truly sorry if your name is Leah. Uh, but this is what Leah means in the Hebrew language. It means weary, tired, heavy eyes, fatigued, failed. And isn't that sometimes how some of us feel? We feel like Leah. On the other hand, the, the, uh, okay, just now I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I'm going to go into the story of the two wives, but Jacob mainly had two wives. One was Rachel and one was Leah. Leah was the first one and Rachel was the second one. In between, he had what you call concubines, a whole bunch of them. <laughs> Jacob was in lockdown. Anyway, and uh, so, uh, so one was Leah and Leah was uh, weary, tired, fatigued, heavy-eyed, failed. And Rachel, on the other hand, Rachel comes from the root word to run. So it's a gazelle, it's a you, it's a victor. So you got here yeah, a failure and you got a victor. So it's, it's, it's an interesting combination um, because we will see later that, that Jacob loved Rachel, but he didn't love Leah. So what we have, we have a situation where uh, Laban, Laban was the father. Uh, interesting story. Jacob ends up uh, in the in the service of Laban, running away from Esau, his mother sent him to to her brother uh, to work there to stay there. So he sees Rachel and and he falls in love with the girl. So long story short, um, uh, Laban, as <laughs> a good businessman, says, uh, uh, "You want you you want my daughter." You need to pay Lobola. You need, <laughs> you need to give me something. So he says, you're going to work seven years for me without wages. And at the end of the seven years, I'll give you Rachel. Now, this is where all the, all the ladies go. <sighs> because he worked without wages for Laban, for his future father-in-law, for seven years. At the end of the seven years, Laban, shrewd, He's got another, another uh, daughter, and her name is Leah. And as we have heard, uh, maybe me, she was not the happiest person. She was kind of depressive, and she was kind of uh, sad, and stuff wasn't happening in her life. And, and uh, it, was, it was one defeat and one failure after the other. So uh, at the end of the seven years, Laban decides to throw a party. And get Jacob as drunk as a skunk. And when Jacob is uh, lying down in his tent uh, in the middle of the night, celebrating finally the arrival of his wife so that he can do his uh, marital uh, duty, he can, he can complete his marital duties, uh, Laban sneaks in Leah in the darkness of the night with Jacob zoned out. Uh, Laban puts Leah in, in Jacob's bed and, you know, <laughs> lockdown, you got nothing to do, no television, one thing or another, and Jacob consumes his uh, marital responsibilities with Leah. In the morning he wakes up and he goes, ah, you not it. <laughs> 
he was the other one. So he runs to Laban, to his father-in-law, and he says, hey, you tricked me. And he says, no, it's because it, it's, it's our custom. <laughs> it's our custom that first the older sister must get married and then the younger ones. So I'll tell you what, you work for me another seven years, and I'll give you Rachel. And so that's basically what happens. Then the story goes on, and it's magnificent, but in, in its... In its uh, um, significance in his shadowy significance. So anyway, it goes on. And so we have a situation where one was loved, Rachel was loved, eventually Rachel, Jacob manages to get Rachel, so uh, Rachel is loved, and Leah is despised. Leah, it's, there's, even a, there's even a very strong word in the Bible that says uh, Jacob hated Leah. So, uh, you know, you get in a situation where it's amazing. You, you spend your life with a, with a person that you love, and then eventually, after a number of years, uh, it's, it's almost like it's reversed. And instead of love, it's hate. Instead of, uh, instead of uh, uh, desire, it's uh, repulsion. It's, and all these things happen. So this is what happened with Leah. So now this is the, basically the opposite of uh, the triumphalist teachings of some of the churches today where uh, all you have to do is believe God and everything will go well. Eh, I don't think so. However, in the problem, however, in the tragedy, in the failure, in the sadness, guess what happens? God flips it and something happens. Watch this. Amazingly, when the Lord saw the layers, uh, verse 29 and 31, says this, when the Lord saw that uh, uh, Leah was unloved, he opened the womb, but Rachel was barren. So you've got a situation where God intervenes and opens and makes um, the, 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 the woman conceive, whereas the other one doesn't. So Leah conceives Reuben, then Simeon, then Levi, and finally Judah. And yes, guess who is Jesus' ancestor? Judah. So what seemed to be a, a, a tragedy, what seemed to be a mistake in that tent when Jacob woke up and found the wrong woman. And some of, some of us, let me use the word us, I'm, I'm the most, I'm the happiest man alive in terms of being married to, to, to the love of my life, to my best friend, to everything. So it's not, but I'm, I'm saying yes. And some of us, sometimes we wake up next to the wrong man or friends to the wrong woman. And so we think that all our life is down the toilet, whereas the, unbeknown to us, there is a purpose. And Judah is born out of the union between Jacob and Leah, not Rachel, not the loved one, the despised one. So what seemed to be a, a, a tragedy mistake turns out to be uh, God's plan. So now watch. Uh, Romans 8.28, in fact, confirms this because it's, what, what does it say? It says, everything works together for good for those who love God and are called according to His purpose. Bottom line is that in the midst of your tragedy, in the midst of your, of your mistake, in the midst of your uh, seemingly failure, uh, you have to look at this thing and say, well, whatever. Uh, this is now God. Now uh, my life is, uh, is, is based on you and not on the circumstances. My life is based on my relationship with Christ as not on, and not on my relationship with anybody else. 
this morning I put a post on Facebook that said, aren't you glad that uh, sometimes, um, aren't you glad that uh, you are called to follow Christ and not Christians? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so now, um, let's, go, let's go on and see what happens now. Um, verse, so, so we, saw, we, we see that, uh, we see that uh, Leah gives birth to Judah and then she stops. And then Rachel wants to come in the play and so she says uh, uh, to Jacob, Jacob, uh, do me a favor, here's my maidservant, here's my maid. Would you please have a Bible study with her so that she can conceive on my behalf and give me a son? And so Jacob uh, uh, prays about it and says, yeah, sure. <laughs> Immediately, and of course. And there we have a, 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 an incredible situation where Jacob ends up with Billa and with Dilba and, and with, with, with the maids of the two wives and one is fighting against the other. And there are another four children born from these ungodly um, relationships. So, number nine to Jacob, but number, five, number five to, to Leah is Issachar. And before Issachar, uh, because now you must remember that Jacob is, is, is in love with Rachel, so he doesn't really particularly want to go to bed with Leah, but there's, a, there's an incredible situation that takes place. Reuben, the firstborn of Leah, goes out into the fields and he finds time and he finds some uh, uh, mandrakes, okay? Mandrakes, we all know that mandrakes is, is a root that is, is, is an aphrodisiac. And um, it's got a particular shape. And so from, from there, they, uh, today, they make the mandrakes pulp, the mandrakes pulp, that are drugs. It's a drug, so it's an aphrodisiac. It's a drug. So uh, Leah watches Reuben, Reuben coming home with, with this uh, mandrakes, and she, she asks uh, Rachel, she says, uh, uh, Rachel, please, let me read it. Uh, verse 14, Reuben went in the days of wheat harvest and found mandrakes in the field and brought them to his mother Leah. Then Rachel, then Rachel said to Leah, please give me some of your son's mandrakes. But she said to her, it is a small matter that you have taken away my husband. Would you take away my son's mandrakes also? And Rachel said, therefore, he will lie with you tonight for your son's mandrake. What a man. What a Jacob. Well done. Your wife tells your other wife that uh, if she gives, him, if she gives uh, uh, the drugs, she will, she will tell you to go lie with, with her. It's a mess. It's worse than Telemundo. It's worse than, than, a, than, a, than, a, than a soap opera. Um, verse 16. When Jacob came out of the field in the evening, Leah went out to meet him and said, You must come into me. For I have surely hired you <laughs> with my son's mandrakes. What a man. And he lay with her that night. <laughs> and so there comes the birth of his Issachar. And there comes the declaration. Uh, so she, um, God has given me my wages. God has given me. Issachar means God has given me my wages. Now why does that speak of grace? Why? Come on, what do you think that the wages of such a perverse and crooked affair should have been to a, to a God that we know as holy, 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 as, you know, to, to the kind of God that, that we, we know of, 
What do you think the wages, the, the, the recompense, the result of this incredible Telemundo soap opera Hollywood stuff? I get drugs, I give, uh, my, my son gets the drugs, I get the drug, I go to your first wife and I tell her, okay, she wants the drugs, so I give you the drugs, but you must talk to, to, to our husband, you must tell him that he must, uh, he must, he must uh, uh, with me tonight because uh, I gave you the drug. It's incredible. So, in, in, any, in any form of way, this should have been death on the spot. However, Leah which we said means weary, tired, fatigued, heavy-eyed, failure, instead of death. She gets what she asked for. Yes, God listened to Leah and grants her a fifth son. Five, the number of grace. Yes, grace. What do we deserve for all our perverse and crooked deeds? Death. Death. And yet, what do we get? Life. Yes, our fifth son, life instead of death, grace. John 5, 24 says this. Most assuredly, I say to you, he who hears, this is Jesus speaking, he who hears my word and believes in him who sent me, has everlasting life and shall not come into judgment. Listen to me. Don't listen to religious nonsense that, that tells you a bunch of lies. Listen to me. He shall not come come into judgment, but has passed, has passed, has passed, word passed, passed, from death into life, it has happened, you, have, you will not come into judgment, he who hears my word and believes in him, in other words, if you, you believe in Christ, you believe, you believe in God, you believe in the Son of God, you believe in the substitutionary sacrifice, his word, you shall not come into judgment, ever. Because judgment has fallen on Jesus. The flip has happened. He who needed to get life got death. You needed to get death got life. The fifth son is born. God indeed has given me my wages. But because he loves me and he knows I couldn't bear them, he flipped them over to his son and blessed me instead. Romans 6.23 The wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Hallelujah. Halle, 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 hallelujah. Just, this, this is a magnificent thing. God hears Leah, the weary one, the tired one, the failure. And we are, we, all of us are there, sooner or later, all of us were there. We're tired, we're weary, we, we, we failed. And, and, and we made a mistake and we, we failed in our marriage, we failed in our life, we failed in our business, we failed in our relationship. We fa Somehow we failed and we expect the judgment of death. And God hears our cry and flips it over and gives us grace and blessings. Grants, God grants the fifth son unmerited wages, grace. Just like me. Abba, Daddy God, thank you for your word, thank you for your grace, and thank you for your sakar. Thank you that you have given me my wages, not the ones that I deserve, but the ones that Jesus worked for and deserved and earned for me. Thank you. Bless all our friends. Bless all those who are watching now. Bless South Africa. 
Help us, Lord, I pray. Thank you, Betty. Amen and amen. Tomorrow, I'm off. Tomorrow is Saturday. I'm on holiday. Sunday, I do a long live transmission uh, in Italy, so nothing. I'll see you Monday. I'll see you Monday, 11 o'clock, here on this channel. Tell some other people to listen. Please, and spread this message of grace in the name of Jesus. I love you. A big hug. Bye. Yeah.